Hello, I'm R.A. Spratt. I write and perform this podcast. If you'd like to support the show, I'm a children's author, so you can buy a book by me, or you can buy me a coffee by going to buymeacoffee.com slash stories R.A. Spratt. It's an easy way to make a small thank you gift to the show so I can keep kicking this can down the road. The podcast directory you're using right now should have a link to my Buy Me A Coffee page in the show notes, or you can type it into your browser. That's buymeacoffee.com slash stories R.A. Spratt. All contributions are gratefully appreciated. Hello and welcome to Bedtime Stories with me, R.A. Spratt. Well, it's been an exciting week for me with my new book, Friday Barnes 9, No Escape, coming out, and the audiobook of Friday Barnes 1, Girl Detective, also being released this last week. But it's also been a big week for school children across Australia because they've been going back to school. Here in the Southern Hemisphere, we have our summer holidays at Christmas time, so the new school year starts at the end of January. Anyway, I decided to write a story about going back to school. Here we go. A tall tale about big sisters and alternate realities. It was the last day of the summer holidays, which meant it was a day of worry. Tammy did not always have the smoothest time of things at school, and she did have a tendency to worry. And by worry, I mean agonise over every excruciating nightmare possibility. So mum tried to make sure that the last day of the school holidays was super busy, preferably with some sort of life-threatening activity, like ziplining or roller coaster riding. The reasoning was there was no time to worry what new teacher you were going to get if you were too busy worrying about whether you were going to die. Overall, the plan had worked well. Mum had taken Tammy and Vanessa to the water park, which was both exhausting and terrifying, so the perfect back-to-school distraction. There's nothing like shooting backwards down the throat of a giant fibreglass taipan snake while being splashed in your screaming face with chlorinated water to take your mind off your troubles. So they'd all had a good day. It wasn't until bedtime, when the adrenaline started to wear off, that Tammy started to get that look on her face. The look of someone who was thinking and worrying. Something on your mind? asked Mum. No, said Tammy. This was her way of saying, yes, but I'm not going to tell you right away. Mum knew this. She'd been through this ritual many times before, so she persevered. Your cranium is completely, vacuously empty, like the vast emptiness of space? asked Mum. Yes, said Tammy. That's impressive, said Mum. It shows you must have plenty of calcium in your diet, if your skull doesn't crumple in on itself under the pressure of a vacuum. Ugh, said Tammy. She hated it when Mum started talking about scientific concepts. Mum loved science. She could weave it into a conversation on just about any topic. It was one of her most annoying features. So everything is absolutely tickety-boo, asked Mum. Tammy paused for a moment. Tomorrow is going to suck, she mumbled. Ah, said Mum, nodding knowingly, because you're going back to school and you're going to miss me, because you love me so much, said Tammy, pretending to choke on her own vomit. I understand, said Mum, because being home for six weeks made you realise how wonderful I am. Tammy didn't even bother responding. She just glowered and started using a pencil to drill a hole in the sole of her sneaker. Mum smiled and sat waiting, like she had all the time in the world and wasn't going anywhere. Tammy kept drilling, but finally she spoke again. 
I hate first day back, because on first day back, you get a new teacher, said Tammy. Yes, said Mum, that's how it works. Well, it's the way it'll work until they find one perfect teacher and clone them so they can get rid of all the others. And new teachers, said Tammy, still drilling to avoid eye contact, always love Vanessa. Ah, said Mum. Vanessa, Tammy's older sister, was three years older than Tammy. She was at high school now, but she'd been captain of Tammy's school, and debating champion, and library monitor, and SRC representative, and academically gifted award recipient. She's been gone for two years now, said Mum. Perhaps everyone's forgotten her. Her name is still on the stupid board, said Tammy, where they list all the captains. I have to see it every time I go up to the office. Do you know what I say when I see it? I say, yuck, not her. The ladies in the office think I'm weird. Really, said Mum. When I get a new teacher and they read the role, they always get to my name and say, oh, are you Vanessa's sister, said Tammy. Mum sat down next to Tammy. She was a second child too. She understood. It's hard being the youngest sister of someone everybody liked. You know, said Mum, when the teacher asks, are you Vanessa's sister? You could always say, no. Tammy rolled her eyes. You could say, you've never heard of anyone called Vanessa, continued Mum, except for one girl, and she was so horrible they couldn't possibly be thinking of her. They'd know I was lying, said Tammy. No, said Mum, they'd assume you were lying. But then you could say, ask my mum, go on, ring her. Then they'd ring me and I'd back you up. Tammy just looked at Mum. It was her, yeah, right look. I would, said Mum. You know me. I like inventing alternate realities. Of course, the office ladies at the school know that too. Mum was quite well known in their hometown. When you're an eccentric writer in a small town and you wear bright coloured long socks everywhere, you're going to get noticed. So then they'd ask me to put Vanessa on the phone. Because she's more sensible than you, said Tammy. She is, agreed Mum. But then I'd say she can't come to the phone because she's in prison. This got Tammy's attention. What for? Mum paused to think of something dreadful. Kicking ducks, said Mum. Tammy gasped. (gasps) Everyone in the town loved ducks. They'd never believed that. No, agreed Mum. And then I'd say, that was the problem. The magistrate didn't believe it the first time she went to court for kicking ducks. And she was such a model citizen, school captain, debating champion, lovely smiler, so they let her off. That'd be right, grumbled Tammy. But then the next week, said Mum, she was spotted doing it again. The police saw her kick a duck in the park. But when she went to trial, she looked so sorry, and she apologised so articulately, and she gave a 15-minute PowerPoint presentation on all the pressures she had to endure being a super-talented, super-gifted student that the magistrate started to weep and let her off again. Fool, said Tammy. Yes, agreed Mum. But the third time, there was no denying it. There was video evidence. Video, asked Tammy. Yes, said Mum. Despite Vanessa's excellence in observation, she failed to notice the CCTV camera outside the senior citizens' tea rooms. They caught her on tape, kicking a duck. She couldn't get out of that, said Tammy. Actually, she could, said Mum. She argued that she hadn't kicked the duck. She was just swinging her legs for exercise when the duck attacked her foot. The video didn't really support this because the duck would have had to have flown backwards, bottom first at her foot for this to make any sense. But you know Vanessa, she's so pretty, especially when the tears well in her eyes and the magistrate wanted to believe her, so he decided to let her off. 
but the police prosecutor had wised up. After the two previous acquittals, he decided to play hardball. He threw a cricket ball at her head, asked Tammy. No, said Mum. Shame, said Tammy. No, he snuck a duck into the courthouse, said Mum. Just as the magistrate was about to bring down his gavel and acquit her, the police prosecutor released the duck from its cage and it waddled across the courthouse floor. Did it poo, asked Tammy. Of course it pooed. It was a duck, said Mum. They lived in a country town, so they both knew it was a fact that a duck responded to any change in its circumstances by going to the bathroom. Of course, everyone's first reaction was to go, Oh, a duck, said Mum. Of course, agreed Tammy. Except Vanessa, said Mum. Before anyone had a chance to respond, she'd leapt to her feet, dived over the table and tried to give the duck a hard kick. Fortunately, the police prosecutor had anticipated this and he leapt forward to protect the duck, said Mum. The duck was saved because the kick hit his head instead. Tammy nodded at the rightness of this. And so Vanessa has been serving hard time for duck cruelty in a youth detention facility ever since. We can't see her unless she's behind three inches of bulletproof glass. Tammy smiled at that thought. And wearing a muzzle, said Mum, like the ones they have for dogs that bite people. And of course, foot restraints because of her kicking problem. And since she's been in jail, she's changed her name to Throat Crusher. So technically, it is 100% true that you do not have a sister called Vanessa anymore. Tammy smiled. She liked this story. Do you think my teacher will believe that? asked Tammy. Mum paused to consider this question. You know, I never spend much time worrying about whether people believe what I tell them. It spoils the fun, (laughs) said Tammy. You know, if you want to tell your teacher you're not related to Vanessa, I would seriously back you up, said Mum. I know, said Tammy, because you're an idiot. Yes, and that's what you love about me, said Mum. Ugh, said Tammy. I love you when you're an idiot too, said Mum. Blah, said Tammy, which is why I love you so much, said Mum. Tammy didn't respond verbally to this. She just hit Mum over the head with a pillow. I love you too, said Mum, throwing a pillow at Tammy as she went off to load the dishwasher. The end. Thank you for listening to support this podcast just by a book by me, R.A. Spratt. There's plenty to choose from from across the Friday Barns, Nanny Piggins and Pesky Kids series. And now there are the audiobooks of The Adventures of Nanny Piggins and Friday Barns Girl Detective as well. You can order them through your local bookstore or go to my website, raspratt.com, and click on the book depository banner. They've got all my titles and free international shipping. That's it for now. Until next time, goodbye.